Welcome back, everybody, to Catapult Your Business, where we are going to help you move and shape your business one question at a time. My name is Casey Clark. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Cultivate Advisors. I'm joined with an amazing team member of ours here, and she's brought a great question for us to discuss. That question is, how can a bad client experience ultimately help your company grow? I know you've all experienced that upset, angry, or just a poor experience that took place. Maybe it's account, maybe it's one of your largest accounts. Maybe you think it's defying gravity for you in your business. Whatever the situation might be, we're going to talk about why we believe those experiences actually create growth. More importantly, as the owner, what should you be doing to instill a culture in your organization that will move people in the right direction so that you can uh, essentially maybe not have those, but more importantly, get growth from that shared experience. So to help me talk through this, I want to introduce Sarah from our team. Sarah, welcome to the call. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm really excited to join in and have it on, especially on this topic. Love it. Well, Sarah, thanks for bringing the question. For those who don't know, Sarah's on our team. And uh, for her, she actually helps us manage our partnerships. So she works with a bunch of partnerships all throughout the country, but she has had a killer track record as an entrepreneur. Um, actually had a case management business there for a little while, then started a healthcare company in hospice, um, did extremely successful, you know, grew the business to seven states, 50 plus employees. So she might know a thing or two about having large accounts and she might know a thing or two about being a small business owner and having that dreaded bad client experience. So we're going to hear a little bit firsthand today and talk into some strategies of how you might be able to use that to fuel growth. So let's jump right to it. You know, I guess, Sarah, what's your perspective? Like, what's the mindset people should have around this? I, I find people sometimes just think they don't think the right way when a bad client experience kind of pops up in their business, right? It turns into this rapid fire. Uh, and I think it can be a different approach. So I just love to hear your perspective around the mindset, you know, owners should have. Yeah, I think they should get excited. Um, congratulations. You're a real business. When you finally have a like a service failure or a customer bad experience and get excited because it's a gift. They've taken the time to be able to voice that concern. So be able to recognize it, that this is an opportunity to learn and grow. And you are now a real business because it's inevitable. You're going to have a bad experience. For sure. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, I, I assume most people have had this and but it's interesting your perspective, right? To say, hey, it's a gift. It's probably a word yes. that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily, you know, expect to affiliate, um, you know, with. And I, I think that I think it's really interesting to hear you say that. For 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 me, I've always said, look, you, you've got to hold standards and expectations around what what percentage of companies, you know, or or clients or customers, depending if you're B two B or B two C are happy, right? You want to run some type of satisfaction reporting. You want to have some idea. So we're not saying, hey, if every customer is unhappy, that, uh, you know, you, you may have a bigger issue on your hands, right? You might not have the right product fit. You might not have the right market that you're, you're serving. It may just be a terrible idea. But assuming that's not the case, and it's maybe that's 10%, that 5%, you know, when you were in school, right, growing up in university or whatever situation or, you know, life path you took, you probably had sports or school where you said, you know what, if I was in the 90th percentile of something, I felt pretty good about it, right? And so yeah. for me, I also think it's okay to set standards on the performance, but I love that you come and say, doesn't mean we don't make this right. Doesn't mean we don't need to take this seriously with our team, but also it is a gift like Sarah's sharing. And I think that's really, really crucial. 
you know, what do you, what do you think people deal with when it comes down to their mindset? Like, why do you think people kind of go the wrong way on this, Sarah? Right? Like, why don't people view it as a gift? What what what's com what's kind of the common trait that you see people take on uh, when this happens, or even from your own experience that can be a trap? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The first instinct a lot of times is it's personal. It's an attack, you know, so that defensiveness is like a response, a natural response. And then the next would probably be, I'm going to avoid it. Let me either skulk away and see if I'll just replace that customer or just ignore it and hope that they'll forget about the experience. Well, and it's it's on a range, right? I mean, you're, yeah. you're dead on. I'm, we're laughing because we're like, we know people do this, and it's the worst thing they can do. So let's 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 like let's lay this range out together, right? You have like avoidance, right? Like that's mm-hmm. on the left side of the spectrum, and then you go all the way to the far right, where there's also this like, well, the customer's always right. Like the customer must be that must be the case. Like I need to jump in and do whatever it takes, and like you drop everything, everything else that the ninety percent is going well. And you just over attack it, right? So we're, we're, we are talking about trying to find the right balancing act here, right? To where, hey, don't run away from it. Embrace it. Have a positive outlook. Get your team excited is what I'm hearing you say, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And go approach it and use it as an opportunity to propel forward. And then I'm, I'm just kind of coming and going. And there's also the other problem. Like you can't actually go over the top and, and bring everything to this. I, I, I disagree that the yeah. customer is always right. I, I yeah. just, if you please everybody, you're not going to please anybody. Exactly. Exactly. So so I just want to make sure everybody listening in heard that today. Don't just also go the other way and full pendulum swing. It's about us finding this perfect balance. So well, let's talk a little bit about the approach, right? So so let's let's say we we shift the perspective. We have an open conversation with our teams. We're clear on how we view urgency. You know, we're, we're clear on maybe how we want to go investigate. G- give me some ideas. Like, how would you personally approach this to leverage and utilize this to help actually make the business stronger? Yeah. First of all, I'm going to make sure I'm responsive and go immediately to my account, my customer, and acknowledge them. I want to ask them open-ended questions because I want them to know that I care about how that experience affected them. And then I'm going to use that as an opportunity. I'm going to thank them for the feedback. I'm going to share with them once I get all the information, what if any changes I've made, whether it's additional hiring or changes in our processes, and to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And then I'm going to see, is there an opportunity for upsale? Like if they would be a bigger customer of mine, would that have been able to prevent this from happening again? Or would it have prevented the experience beforehand? Because this might be an opportunity to be able to dive and get more business out of that account. Because once you've made it right, they're going to be a fan. They're going to recognize that the relationship is now you're you're dating and now you've had your first lover's quarrel and you've gotten through it. And so they're going to be it's a stronger relationship. I'm going to walk through the four eyes. That was great. I, I mean, I, I have a system around this that I've used a lot, uh, Sarah, that I think you, you'll you find interesting based on what you just shared. You've got a lot okay. to unpack there. 
Are you getting the advice you need for your business from this episode? Do you want to get more than just one question answered and have it customized to you and your business? Well, Cultivate Advisors works one-on-one with thousands of business owners every day. Let them help you scale your business today. Don't just listen to this episode. Take action and go to CultivateAdvisors.com to see which advisor you get matched with and receive a free two-hour business assessment on how you could scale your business to the next level. Act now at CultivateAdvisors.com. But the first thing I heard was investigate. Yeah. Okay. The second thing I heard was impact, right? What was the impact? We'll, we'll break some of these down here in a moment. The third thing I heard was implement, you know, mm-hmm. AKA solve it. And then the next thing I heard was increase, Right. Yes. <laughs> That's, I just I just heard the four eyes there very clearly stated. Right. So nice, simple system that people can think about and train their teams on, because some some of the owners. Right. You, you're not the one that's going to go do this. Maybe you have managers or different department heads that are going to go have that conversation. The key was urgency is what I heard you say first, Sarah. And then the second thing I heard you say is you're going to go fully investigate. And that is so crucial. Most people just jump to implementation. Yes. I'm going to go solve it. So, well, sorry, most people try to avoid it. <laughs> We're going to assume you've, you've moved past that now and you understand the importance of that. You also don't want to just jump to implementation, right? I heard you say investigate. And I love then the impact side. What's really interesting is you didn't just drive in the weeds and try to, you're not going in and saying, hey, how do we solve this immediately? You're going, I need to fully understand this, fully understand it. So I need all the information. I need to understand everything. And now that I understand how it all works, can you help me understand how that's impacting you? Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. I mean, that is massive, Sarah. You just took them to a completely other place because you got out of the, you know, the tactical or the product or the specifics of the service and actually put it back into their world. So you had a full understanding and you just learned a ton about your cus- your potential uh-huh. you know, ideal client persona. And I just sat and spent extra time with my customer. And right. that time is valuable because the whole entire time they're right, they're listening to me. They know that I'm listening to them. And yes. so it's just more relationship building. And what's so what's so interesting, right, is like when if you think about a fight, right? If you think about like fighting maybe with a spouse or your children, right? It's very <laughs> applicable. Uh, you know, sometimes it happens with both. Um, but when you're when you're in that situation, right, if you come guns blazing. When somebody else is coming guns blazing, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have a shoot off, right? That doesn't work. You have to diffuse that that situation, right? So, so often it comes from listening and saying, let's, hey, I know you have an issue. Can we schedule 30 minutes? And I just want to hear you out and get everything mm-hmm. I can. And I assure you, we will work to solve this in some way or shape, or we will figure out what the best next step is. But I don't want to make any assumptions. I need to get yes. this entire uh, point of clarity across the line. I yeah. love that. And, and sorry, without I it, oh, go ahead. I, w- I was just going to say, and without it, if you don't do that piece, the solution that you just come up with to immediately solve it could either make a bigger problem or it could be something that you're never really going to be able to fulfill. And so Thanks. you're going to have future problems. I love it. We're going to talk about that on implementation here in a minute. I have to point out one other thing that you said, because you, you shared a lot in that little (laughs) bit. And I just want to, I want to pull that out and give it to everybody. 
Um, you talked about appreciation and slowing down and acknowledging and thanking them for taking the space to give that information. That is crucial to the diffusement process in my experience with upset customers. Oh, it's, yeah. it's super crucial where like they start to realize the phase was, okay, now I've heard you. I do understand the impact. I don't sympathize, but I'm imp- I can empathize with what you're dealing with. And let's acknowledge that we had a contribution. Now, I already know there's probably always there's some contribution on their side, but it's impossible to look to their point of contribution until you fully looked at your contribution in inside out, right? Fully looked at the business's contribution and go, we, I could see how this could have gone better. I want to thank you, right? So it's not just thinking, but it's also stating kind of what the root was that most yes. likely caused it. Would you agree with that, Sarah? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of your customers, there's a competitor. There's somebody else that could they could do the business with. And they could just say, oh, I'm just going to cut off this relationship and go somewhere else. But they stopped and took the time to give you a chance to make it right. I love it. So go at the same speed. Let's talk about this implementation. So let's assume we didn't avoid. And then we came in, right? And we investigated, we got all the information. Then we seek to understand the level of impact. We thank them and help state the problem and seek alignment on the problem. We're going to assume we're through that, that phase. What do we do next? On the, what's Any advice you have around the implementation side of actually going and solving the problem? Any perspective that comes to mind that you think of? Oh, yeah. You're going to give them a plan that's measurable and you're going to have time sensitive objectives, goals, and you're going to show and follow up. So first of all, don't make any promises you can't fulfill and make sure that anything it's all documented and there's alignment and then be checking in because you want to make sure that it is resolved. And then that's tees you right up for You know, as we're talking and I'm learning, I'm seeing some additional opportunities that we You just love to increase. You're a born (laughs) salesperson, Sarah. (laughs) You see everybody listening. You see how fast she's trying to jump to that. Uh, I love that. Thanks for tuning in to Catapult Your Business, where Cultivate Advisors is helping you catapult your business one question at a time. Are you running your business or is your business running you? At Cultivate Advisors, they'll match you with an expert advisor and do a free two-hour deep dive for your business. This will give you the clarity you need on how to get your business to the next level. Cultivate has worked with thousands of businesses. What do you have to lose? So head over to CultivateAdvisors.com and sign up for your free two-hour session. Well, I'm going to keep us back in the implementation for a moment because, again, some really good things unpacked there. I, I feel like, you know, I really agree with your stance. Like, I I, I hear the whole, uh, like, the thing that I, I just want to make sure people grab was let's discuss a plan with a tight timeline of what needs to happen when so it's realistic. So, I mean, that's all just that's that's classic expectation settings. Yeah, right? you have to provide that. That's one on one. But what I also liked about what you said around that was that you were you were inferring to the fact that you don't commit to that plan yet. You're seeking initially to come up with a collaborative strategy that would fulfill their needs. But then you're pulling it back into your team and having an, and, and, and letting it set, taking a look at the counter. If you're a service, looking at capacity. If you're a product, making sure you're able to deliver, right? Yeah. There, there has to be a step in there to slow that down Otherwise, you will overcommit and fall into the dreaded trap, right? 
of overpromise under deliver. And that's not, and I just, I'm so appreciative that you brought that up. I want to add one other thing, Sarah, to the mix and see if you agree with me on this. I'm a big fan when I'm in that situation of presenting options. And the, and, the, and the way I like to think about it is like the options stand from I'm going to come up with like, we're going to do nothing. All the way to we're going to build a rocket ship. Right. And what I find is when you come with that range of options. So what it sounds like, right, is like, hey, so there's there's some options here. Like one option is we've acknowledged the problem. We try not to let it happen again. And we stop there. Sometimes that's okay. The fact that they feel heard, sometimes that solves it. Then I keep slowly elevating the option tree. And then I'll kind of go into like, you know, because at some point we have to think about like, is it actually just cheaper to refund on that and start over with another project? Will we actually be able to fix it? Yeah. Right. And so I I like to ease in and kind of find out where they're at. And I like to tell them, hey, I'm going to start just kind of walking through some options and you, you tell me where this really fits for you. And I'll tell you if we're able to, I'll go back to my team and figure out if we can go do that or not. I want you to be happy. I want to have a potential to keep working in the future. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Do you like that, that, that approach or what do you not like? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I do that along the, the alignment piece as we're building that plan is giving them the option. Um, Because I first, I want them to feel like they have a say in this, that they have, some skin in the game that they're they're part of the team to solve it yep. and which also goes right back to it gets them deeper into our relationship and they feel heard, like valued and heard and then um i share with them that i'm giving you these options because i want you to be able to make an informed decision here's yep. it um and here's kind of how it would look so you tell me what would work better, but I want you to have the options and the information. I love it. Well, and because you've listened, right? Because you've validated, because you've acknowledged and thanked them and you've opened up options and you've opened up a plan, it also gives you permission now to share like what it needs to be in it for you to actually solve that for them, right? It's always a two-way street. It's always a two-way street, right? And so often it's like, hey, I hear what you want. The reason why we can't do that is this. They're actually now in a position to listen because you've diffused them and they're 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 now set to be able to, to to move forward. So all right, Sarah, we finally made it to your the favorite part. Okay. We can finally talk about increase. We've been talking about since the very beginning. Why is it so crucial to keep in mind that you can also upsell or get extensions of contracts or get additional opportunities, whatever the type of business is, right? We've got all different types of entrepreneurs listening in today, but why, why, why have that mentality? Why not just like see if they promote or why they see if they kind of upgrade themselves down the road? Cause it can kind of feel awkward sometimes. Like they just had a big conflict with us. They're, they were upset with us. Why is that the time to go for more sales? Yeah, absolutely. Because first of all, you're in front of them. You guys are problem solving. And if you've done the work right and you've truly reconciled and made things right with them and made it whole, then they're, they should be happy and they're willing to listen and see, oh, you know what? You guys just solved a problem for me. And I just saw how you took the time. And if I ever have a problem in the future, you're, I know, no. 
that you're going to make it right. So I trust you. So this, you have their trust, you have their buy-in, you have their time, and you've just brought the relationship really deep. This would be a great time to say, you know what? I like you as a customer. I see some opportunity here. Here's some recommendations that I would make of how we can take this deeper and be able to provide better service. I love it, Sarah. And what I what I what I really appreciate about what you're sharing is just it's just a mindset, right? It's literally a mindset of relationships strengthen in the spirit of conflict, not when things are going well. Yes. That's it, right? I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's just an acknowledgement of where people feel bonded and connected. That is the highest peak of connectivity. And that is why it is so crucial to take a stab at seeking what additional opportunity is. Even if you don't know what it is going, can we just take a look at your holistic business? Maybe we can help you if you're, again, if you're a B2B provider or if you're on the product side or a consumer side, right? Like help me understand like where, where are you going to need additional products of this type of nature or this type of service, right? Like, let's just, can we, can we look at this? That is the time. So make sure if it's you or if it's one of your team members, they are skilled up on how to upsell or look for additional opportunities. Well, well said. I really appreciate that, Sarah. I've got one final piece of kind of, you know, wisdom I'd like to share around this topic. And then Sarah, I'm coming to you next and we'll wrap it up for everybody. You know, for me, I, you know, a lot of people think about building case studies around their biggest success stories, right? It's like, I'm going to flood the market with these case studies or testimonials. I cannot... I cannot stress this enough. Slow down and document this process and everything that just happened the next time you have that upset client experience. Build a case study around it. Go back and train your team. Use it as an internal case study and use it to campaign back to the team. Don't use names of the team, what got screwed up. Don't. It's not about calling out. It's about coming to the team and go, hey, I don't want this to happen again. Here's what took place. How do we bring our brains together and make it a positive collaborative experience for your team to solve a future of how that doesn't take place in, you know, going forward. And that will pay immense dividends back into your organization. And also don't forget to even ask for a review or for people to share how you handle the situation. I can't tell you how, how awesome it is to have a testimony in your business where somebody says, we had a problem, but this is how they handled it. That is trust 101. People want to know what's going to happen when things go poorly. So I'll get off my soapbox. Hopefully you've grabbed a few things today. Coming to you next here. Sarah, what would you love to live, you know, leave our listeners with in terms of final wisdom or kind of a, a, a point of context you'd like to share? Yeah, I just think it goes right back to the mindset about this because it's so easy to take it personal or to think it's a negative thing. But yeah. just to view it, it goes back. It's a gift in so many ways. Uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Sarah, thank you so much for your time and bringing this awesome question to the table. I know a lot of people can deal with angry or upset or you know frustrating customer experience from time to time. And hopefully you have a different outlook, maybe a different paradigm to look through. Uh, but as always, we're here to support you on your entrepreneurial journey as you continue to grow and scale your organization. So thanks for joining us. As always, we'll see you next week for another question so we can help catapult your business to the next level. Until next time. Thanks again, Sarah. Thanks.